Hi, Helene. It's so lovely to have you here all the way from Brisbane <laughs> across Skype. It's really lovely to uh, see your actual face at last. <laughs> Thank you. I'm very happy to be here. I'm so, I'm so delighted by your accent, Helen. Yeah, so I know. <laughs> Helen, your new children's book, Claudette, is being published this month. And I know you've illustrated other authors' books in the past, but this will be your debut as both author and illustrator. And has that been exciting to see a project that you've been working on from start to finish go out into the world for children and their parents to enjoy? Yes, of course, definitely. It has been very exciting. But uh, honestly, at the beginning, it took me a little bit time to realize that I was also the author. So it's yeah. a little bit like it's another part of myself, but I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, it was very exciting. And um, especially also, and I, I want to thank uh, Red Pepper Kite, the publisher, because uh, I think they did a beautiful job behind the book. The project itself, the object is absolutely uh, wonderful. The format, the way they have designed uh, the whole book and the choice of the format, the choice of the fonts, all that makes a, a beautiful book. So when I saw the result, yes, of course, I was very excited about that. And, um, and also it's a long journey. It has been a long journey for this first book because I wrote this story um, quite a long time ago. It was in 2015. In fact, I wanted to attend, yes, quite long. So I wrote this story in French first. Wow. And, uh, but it was absolutely not to be published in the idea to be published. I wanted to attend, in fact, the CYA conference. And I needed some illustrations to put in my portfolio. So I wrote this story quite spontaneously at the beginning. And I did the illustrations three or four. And then at the CYA, I met uh, Jacinta Dimaze, my agent. She asked me if I was writing. And I said, uh, yes, but I'm writing in French only. and don't feel ready to be published or whatever. And she said, it's okay. Just send it as it is. Try to translate it, of course, and send it to me and we can help you to develop the story. And so from there, we started a quite long process so sometimes I it was I had some feedback that I could not really understand at the beginning you know especially because I'm coming from Europe so I needed to understand a little bit more what was happening here in Australia and because things can happen in, in France and it won't happen here and vice mm -hmm. versa so I needed to understand a little bit all this but Jacinta Dimaze helped me very much so I won't tell that I've been working every time. And uh, so sometimes I left the story for one year, came back. It's all, always good to know, you know, to take a little step back and to come back. Yeah. And it's at the beginning of 2019. Then I decided to do a really a good work on it. And then uh, Karen Taylor from Jacinta Dimaze Management, the agency, uh, really helped me to finish it uh, properly and to be ready to present it to Red Pepper Kites. It's a yeah. new process to me. I don't know anything about this, you know, and I imagined it would be a long process, but yeah, it's yeah. just so interesting to hear about the behind the scenes because you're right, it is just the most beautiful uh, object. Okay. Uh, you know, it feels beautiful, it looks beautiful, it's so inviting. Thank um, you. I don't know a great deal about writing for children, but I imagine that a key element is also making it very appealing and attractive 
to the adults who will be reading it with the children. And you've succeeded there. (laughs) Um, It's a story about a a puppeteer, a marionettist named Lutka, and one of his creations is Claudette. And she doesn't quite fit the mould of what Lutka is looking for in his puppet. She has her own ideas about what she wants to do and what she wants to be. Where does the inspiration for Claudette come from? Huh. I think it's always a big thing, in fact, inspiration. For me, it's I know that some authors, they have a very clear idea of what they want and they have a clear inspiration. For me, it didn't happen like this at all. It ah. was what I knew, it's uh, that I, I wanted to have three points important for me. I wanted to absolutely to talk about freedom, this concept of freedom, but really the freedom of thoughts. Especially nowadays, because we are so much pushed mm-hmm. to think in one way. And I think it's wrong because we can think differently. It can make something very uh, rich. And as far as we respect each other. So I really want to introduce that in, in the story. And also I am fascinated by the puppetry and all the world around uh, puppetry. Also uh, thinking that uh, using a puppet who is not free to talk about freedom was could be a good idea. And also, as I am coming from Europe, I wanted to bring this uh, sense of fairy tale also in the story, but trying to make it a little bit more modern. All my childhood, I've been, you know, uh, nourished by uh, all these fairy tales, uh, Anderson, uh, the Grimm's brothers, and uh, all these kind of fairy tales. So that inspired me a lot also. But I wanted to make it uh, more uh, modern. Yes, yes, and it certainly is. It's it's sort of modern but also beautifully timeless. You couldn't really say yeah. when Claudette is or when Ludwig yeah. is, but it, but it is beautifully modern. I, I love it. Yeah, it's um, I was going to ask you, because I'm very interested in that process when you're both writing and illustrating a book for children, does the story come first or do you... Are you sketching away and you draw a character and uh, and you think, oh, she would be a good character? Or is it a bit of both? I think it's a, a little bit of everything right. all together. And I think it's working all together. When I had first the idea of this story, I start writing and then some illustrations will be between the lines. In fact, the illustrations are here to complement what the text cannot say. And, right. And same thing with the illustrations. There are some parts in the illustrations. We cannot tell everything with the illustrations, so then the words will come and complement. So it's really like modeling. Yeah. And, but now saying that, I think I had a very clear idea of who Claudette had to be. That was very clear. I wanted her to be a little bit misfit and uh, a little bit fragile also, and uh, thinking that her singularity will make her her strengths, actually, yeah. and and for Lutka, so that was very interesting because I had this idea, I wanted him to be quirky and uh, maybe not very nice, uh, looking very nice, but very tender and attaching. And uh, Sandra uh, Van Dorn, so the founder of uh, Red Pepper Kite, she told me, what about, maybe we should do him very young and trendy. And ah. Of course, it, it has to be. And straight, yeah, it, it inspired me very much and we did it like this, it came. <laughs> Gorgeous. That's wonderful. 
Do you find it harder or easier, Helene, to illustrate a book for your own work or for another author's work? I find it much easier (laughs) to illustrate my own work. Okay. Uh, Because it was easy to say, okay, I don't want this paragraph. Instead of this paragraph, I will do illustration. Can we change this word? And it was free. And I felt a lot of freedom, in fact. And uh, like if uh, Sandra Van Doorn, the publisher, was very open also to, and she gave me also some ideas. And it was really, uh, yes, so the creative process was very free. But now saying that I would not tell to an author, can we take away (laughs) 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 paragraph? But it's interesting, very interesting, of course, to work with an author. We have, it's different. Because they have an idea in mind of what, and they they have to try and communicate that. Absolutely. And we will develop also the book on this idea. And it's a process and exchanges that can be very rich. So here in that case, I didn't have this contact with the author, of course. (laughs) So it's different. And when you're illustrating for an author, I imagine you need to spend quite a bit of time with them, don't Is that right? Just sort of talking through what their ideas are and then a bit of back and forth? In fact, usually we always work with the publisher directly. The publisher, in fact, does the contact with the, ah, the, interesting. the author. Yes, to canalize, I, I think, also. And uh, it works like this. So the ideas that the author has at the beginning he gives it to the, the publisher, and from there we can have a, a discussion. Right. And it's a never, well, with maybe traditional publisher, it's never directly with the author. Oh, that's interesting. In your uh, dedication at the back of Claudette, you thank your godmother for helping you discover the world of puppetry. And I was wondering, is puppetry a, a long-time love of yours? So, yeah, thank you for asking this question, uh, because for me, it's, it's an important uh, point. My godmother, uh, she received the book then, and she was, of course, very touched by the... Yes, I imagine. And I think she understood that it was much more than only puppetry, because she, she has been very important in my life, in fact, and uh, because I was born in Africa, and uh, I spent all my childhood in Africa, and so in Kenya and Tanzania, so imagine it was absolutely like a paradise. Mm. Uh, we had this beautiful nature, people were lovely and uh, and very friendly, all these colors and everything. And so I came in France, I was 10 years old, and that can feel absolutely stupid, but I really didn't like France. Oh. <laughs> And I don't know if you know, we settled down in Normandy. I don't know if you know a little bit about Normandy. It's northwest of France. I don't know where it is, and that's about it. (laughs) Yeah, it's always raining. It's cold and grey, and I really hated it. Really, I always wanted to go back to Africa. And then my uh, godmother introduced me patiently by inviting me sometimes in Paris. She is living in Paris. So she introduced me to the beauty and the richness of the French culture. And so with her, I went, uh, I visited uh, many museums and uh, exhibitions. And one day she invited me to go to watch a a beautiful show, the puppetry uh, show. And the puppets were human-sized, so they were huge on stage. It was absolutely beautiful. And I remember that moment. It was a little caterpillar, like um, one meter, coming on stage. 
And uh, this little caterpillar saw the moon and the moonlight and fell in love with the moon. So the caterpillar came next to the moon and started kissing and drinking the moonlight. Right. And more the caterpillar was drinking the moonlight, the moon was getting smaller and smaller. And the caterpillar was growing and growing and glowing also with this beautiful uh, a warm color and light and orange light. And it was absolutely like magical. Yeah. And stage just with puppets. And I was 13 years old, I think. And I felt so much emotion. It was like magic. But I remember being very fascinated more about all the work behind mm. and all the creativity. They had just a few elements, just a few puppets the light and they could create such magic and I think that from then at that moment I wanted to be creative and give oh. this opportunity to try to give some emotion maybe oh. know, such a wonderful story yeah I know it's a, it was so magical and poetry poetic so it was yeah, absolutely beautiful yeah. oh that's such a beautiful um insight into the magic of, of a lovely godmother and um, yeah. I'm, I'm sure she must be so delighted by this book <laughs> it is yeah <laughs> you probably had no idea that taking you along to see cultural things in Paris would lead to this so that's just so yes, exactly um, I love the inclusion at the end of the book with some of your working sketches and your little notes and it just shows how artistic you are I'm so envious because I cannot draw to save my life but because that's not something you often see and I think it's something we should see more often sketches and drawings yeah so that is definitely a red pepper kite's signature they do that in all their books and I think absolutely beautiful idea so Sandra Van Dorn is herself um, an illustrator wonderful illustrator so I think she understands really well the behind the scenes and uh, how demanding the process. Mm. And so we had this conversation that she really wanted to put more more space for the illustrations and for the illustrator. And also thinking that it's not just a picture book when the children have a picture book, you know, they don't know all the creative process mm. behind. And I think that can give a, a little sense of the creativity and how it came to the final images and and also i remember you know usually at book launch we read the story and we do craft activities and one day i had the opportunity to it was in a library so i had all the material to powerpoint and uh, computers and i i wanted to take 10 minutes just to explain all the process behind the picture book so explaining from the roughs, from the sketches, uh, why I choose to illustrate this part of the text, why I choose to this composition rather than these other compositions, all these exchanges with the art director and the publisher. And uh, it was very interesting at the end. I was a little bit afraid to do that. I didn't know how the audience will, would react. And so many people came to me at the end and telling me so it was fantastic. I don't know. I, I had no idea mm. how a book is happening, how all the process uh, mm. is. And they said, yeah, you, from now, they would have a different look on picture book. So it was uh, a good experience. So I think it's uh, this way to present the sketches in the book is 
already uh, something and, and very interesting. And also yes. the sketches are very lively. When we paint them, we lose a little bit of this spontaneity. And uh, well, especially on my style, because I'm very detailed. And on sketches, it's much more free. So usually it gives something very lively to the... Yes, it does. You're right. I think because the lines are looser, maybe. Absolutely, yes. And usually we do roughs because we are developing a character, so it can be quite spontaneous, you know. Right, and yes. So we lose that when we start the colouring process. So I think that was absolutely a wonderful idea. As you're talking, I'm thinking about it because I think... More and more, I think we're going to do this with artistic endeavour because yeah. certainly with the podcast, we always like to include a blooper at the end, which is sort of yeah. a behind the scenes, a mistake that we've made where we've ended up giggling. And I know people do love to see behind the scenes, uh, don't they? Absolutely, yes. It gives us this idea of the, all the creativity. And actually, all this part of the, the creative process, for me, it's uh, what I prefer. Of course, it's gorgeous to have the results, the finished product. Yes. It's wonderful, but it's all the process behind is, is uh, can be so rich. I imagine in the past they probably thought that the consumer of the artistic piece, whether it's a book or a painting or a, an illustration or a film, that, yeah. that you would just want to see the finished product and that in seeing how it's done, you might break the magic in a way. But yeah. I actually don't necessarily, I think, just from the little times when I have seen the creative process, mm. I think it actually enriches your understanding of it and your appreciation. Absolutely. Yeah. It's fascinating always, yeah. Yes, yes. Well, it's been so lovely to talk to you, Helen. I wish you the very best of luck with Claudette. She's absolutely yeah. beautiful. Thank um, you. I know the launch is, is this month and I hope lots of young children find lots of joy and, and pleasure Me in too. and Lutka. It's been a delight to speak to you, so thank you yes. so much. Thanks to you, Virginia. Da-da.